Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you tuned in today. And I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. stand to our feet and give God praise this morning. The Lord is good and the Lord is greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. There is no God like our God. He reigns supreme and he reigns alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in the Lord that we live, that we move and that we have our being. Oh God, we bless your name today. We give you praise today. Hallelujah. There is no God like you. You're great and awesome. You're marvelous. You're matchless. Hallelujah. In all of your ways, we praise your name. We magnify your name this day. Hallelujah. 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 Good morning to you all. We welcome you here to Tabernacle of Praise Church International this morning as we come together, amen, for our morning worship service. Thank you for those of you who are tuning in on uh, Facebook Live or via our website. We pray that, that you will be blessed through the worship experience today. Amen. God is good. There is no God like our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, as we enter into our worship um, Elder Warren Hoskins is going to bring the message today. Hallelujah. We thank God for him. He's been teaching every Wednesday night for a little while. Amen. I thank God for him and for the sacrifices that he makes, amen, as a part of this ministry. I guess I shouldn't say sacrifice, but <laughs> amen, this is part of what we do. Amen. We thank God for the, for the gifts that he's placed in this body. Amen. So following uh, the praise and worship, Elder Hoskins will come immediately to uh, bring the message uh, this morning. Uh, for our scripture this morning, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to the book of 2 Corinthians, uh, chapter 5, and we will beginning, begin reading at verse number 14. Okay. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we've known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing or counting their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, <clears throat> we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. For he made him who, know, who knew no sin 
to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an, in an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Amen. Thus is the reading of our scripture this morning. Let's bow in a word of prayer. So, Father, we thank you for another day that you blessed us with. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. You are the almighty God. You are the sovereign God. You reign supreme. You reign alone. There is no God besides you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord. As we woke up this morning, Lord God, we thank you for your grace. You kept us throughout the night. You, you kept us safe, Lord God, and, uh, from in it, from danger, seen and unseen. Your angels watched over us all night long. And then you woke us this, woke us this morning and enabled us to dress ourselves and make our way out to the house of worship. God, we thank you today, Father. We praise you today for the air that we breathe, for the capacity to breathe. We thank you, Lord God, for the capacity to hear and to receive your word today. God, we thank you. We give you praise right now, Lord God. Most of all, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary for the remission of our sins. And we thank you, Lord, that you've allowed us to be a small part of what you're doing in this world today. Thank you for this ministry of reconciliation that you called us to. Now, God, help all of us to understand what you've given to us to do and the capacity, the spiritual ability that you've given to us, Lord God. We have no excuse. We have no excuse. So help us today, Lord. Help us today. To, 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 to enter into that place and do the things you called us to do. Thank you for your word that will go forth today. Thank you for your vessel that you've anointed to preach your word today. We pray that you'll bless him with a fresh anointing of your spirit today, that your word, which is life and which is spirit, will come forth to us today and we will be blessed. We commit this worship into your hands. We commit our praise ministry into your hands. Let your anointing rest today. Be glorified. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give God a shout of praise in the house today. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. He is the most high God. He is the only true God. We know that. And so we're going to lift up our God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jehovah. You are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high. You are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high. You are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high. Come on. 
God's are worthy in the house today. Hallelujah. Whoa, let's do that again. Jehovah, you are the most high. You are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high. You are the most high God. Jehovah, you are the most high. You are the most high God. There's none like you. There is none like you. All other gods. All other gods. They are the works of man. They are the works of man. But you are the most you high God. You are the most high God. There is none like you. There is none like you. Jehovah. You are the most high. You are the most high God. Jehovah. You are the most high. You are the most high God. You are. Forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you are good. Yeah. Everybody say you
Praise your name. Glory to God. Oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Lord. You praise your name, Jesus, because you are the most high God. Hallelujah. And we thank you for your presence in this place, God. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. 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 You're a keeper, God. Yes, God. And we say, Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. You are good, 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 you are good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can go. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's here. He's moving in this place. Hallelujah, we worship you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Truly, the privilege of the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. 
and we did know it. Hallelujah. We want to praise God for uh, today. Thank God for his loving kindness and for his tender mercies. You know, the longer I am saved, the more I thank God for Jesus. The more I learn, the more I thank God for Jesus. I want to give honor to Bishop Jackson this morning, to all the elders, the ministers, all the saints of God, all of whom honor is due. We just want to praise God for you this morning. Um, we're going to uh, uh, speak this morning from 2 Corinthians. Um, the way this message came together, the Lord did, uh, this week, he gave me, uh, you know, I get these profound, um, I don't know, what to, I, I don't even know what to call it, but it's in my spirit. I can't shake it. And um, the Lord talked about time. And, and he talked about the, the foolishness of trying to live in the future and the foolishness of trying to live in the past. And he talked about the now. So I thought that's where the message was going, but the Lord just used that to put me where I needed to be. So today what we want to talk about is not receiving the grace of God in vain. Not receiving the grace of God in vain. Let us pray. Father God, it's in Jesus' name that we come. Thank you for your loving kindness and for your tender mercies. Truly there is none like you, Father. You are the only true God, the self-existing one. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Father God, we know that men, men have come up with all kind of theologies and all kind of uh, arguments. Uh, uh, some say that there is no God and some say there's more than one. But we know that you are the, the truth. We know that this creation came about because of the almighty, the self-existing God. So we come this morning, Father, we humble ourselves before you and say, have your way in this gathering this morning, Holy Spirit. We know that we can do nothing without you. Nothing, oh God, of, of uh, uh, anything of value, of eternal value without you. So as I stand here today, oh God, a vessel that you called, a vessel that you anointed, Lord God. I just ask that you will have your way. Use me as you see fit to speak to your people. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, we're coming from 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and I'll start at the sixth, uh, the 16th verse. And, I'm, and what I wanted to do, because you all know when these uh, epistles were originally written, there were no uh, separations. There was no uh, chapter uh, denominations or anything. It was just one letter. So I go just a little bit into the six and in, in, in a little bit into the sixth chapter as well. All right, and it says this. Therefore, from now on, we recognize that no one we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yet now we know him. Uh, we know him in that way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world 
to himself, not uh, counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though Christ were making an appeal through us. We beg you, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ, chapter 6. And, and see, that's why I wanted to go on because that end connects it. And working together with him, we also urge you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, at the accepted time, I listened to you. And, and on the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And I just want to start out by saying, when, when, when Paul, uh, when he went to the now, he took it out of the future and he took it out of the past and everything is now. The Lord, what, what he shared with me is say, it's foolishness to waste your moment. It's foolish because all you have is your moment. You don't have the future it has, and, and, and you can't change the past. It is, and I really hate saying this right now, but it was like that before he said it. It is what it is. You can't change the past, and you cannot get into the future. All you have is now, and what you do now will affect your future, and it will become your past. So that's why you want to make sure you make good decisions right now. Now, so uh, Paul was, uh, 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 he had written at least one previous letter to the Corinthian congregation. However, uh, it has been argued that uh, uh, maybe he had written another letter that got misplaced. And they call it the sorrowful letter. Because we see in 2 Corinthians, Paul, when he wrote to them, he wrote talking about how, how, you know, how stern he was in that letter. Well, we don't really see that in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1. We, I mean, 1 Corinthians. We don't, we, we don't see that sternness that he was really apologizing for, you know, because he, you know, I, I guess, you know, he, you know like, like any parent, he had got a little frustrated with him, and he, you know, and he, he set him in place, you know. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, so they say it, it's a letter that maybe got got misplaced. Okay, in, in other words, when I say misplaced, in other words, they never found it. Okay, you do realize somebody had to collect these these epistles, right? And that was one that they weren't able to to collect. Okay, maybe somebody kept it for uh, for uh, uh, for a souvenir or whatever. <laughs> Somebody had it, you know, but um, they never found it. Okay, so, but uh, we see evidence of what is called today in 2 Corinthians. In the first epistle to the church, Paul sought to correct many of the vices that had followed this Gentiles, these Gentile saints into the gathering of the believers. Uh, yes, he corrected them concerning how they were to conduct themselves in the Holy Assembly. But he also addressed at least one erroneous lifestyle. And we believe it, it, it had to be more than that one. But, but we, we have listed, we have recorded that one, the guy who had eyes for his uh, stepmother. 
And Paul corrected that. He was pretty stern with the guy. Matter of fact, he told him, said, you know, uh, me being absent in body, uh, but present in spirit, I've already judged what we should do with such a one, you know, how to turn him over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. So, but, but then, so something happened prior uh, after that, and Paul wrote another letter, it, it, it is believed. Okay, so he addressed many of the woes. Because we, we, uh, what we're trying to come up to is why in this second epistle that we have, you hear him, you, we, we read him say, uh, not to receive the grace of God in vain. Okay? Well, you got to, you got to understand that they, they remember that first epistle that he had written to them. All right? Now, in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, Paul reminded them, although they had come out of Egypt, the old saints, although they had come out of Egypt, he said, remember that many of them fell in the wilderness. And he listed a number of things. You know, they were uh, uh, worshiping idols and, and, and given to fornication and various things. And he said, therefore, let him who think he stand take heed lest he fall. Okay, what is he saying? Let him who think he stand. Standing today, take heed to what happened to them, lest he fall. He said, because, uh, you know, God, uh, 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 he bought them out of Egypt. He said, but with many of them, he was not well pleased. How you know? They fell in the wilderness. Their caucuses were strayed throughout the wilderness because they didn't make it in. He didn't say that they didn't come out of Egypt, which, which is equivalent to us being saved. See, many of us get saved and become nominal Christians. Many of us get saved and we are satisfied with the status quo. We're satisfied with just being saved. We don't strive for the mastery. That man or that woman that's in Christ Jesus that you know crying out in you for all you can be, but you crying it down to remain in that nominal state, you know, or you waste your moments with trivial things, jealousy and envy, hatred, fornication and all these things. You're wasting your moments and tomorrow is not promised. Oh, we have many promises in the word of God. Peter said it like this. He said, grace and peace be multiplied unto us through the knowledge of God, right? Who has given, who, 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 uh, through the knowledge of God um, in Christ Jesus our Lord, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. And then he said, uh, 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 whereby is given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature. So we have some, 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 some exceeding great and precious promises, but tomorrow it's not one of them. So it's foolish to waste the moment. It's foolish to waste your time on things that don't matter. What, happened, what would happen if your heart stopped at that particular moment? That's a wasted moment. That's the moment where we could be doing something productive. I'm not talking about we got to be out, you know, on, on the street corner, but I'm talking about even ministering in your household. <laughs> uh, don't waste those precious moments. You ain't got to say nothing. Just live it. 
That's a moment. When you live it in your household, that's a moment. Don't waste your moment. Don't let your children see you do things that you ought not be doing. It's a wasted moment. And then if you put enough of those moments together, later on you'll see their conduct being affected, and you'll say, what happened? And it's because of the moments that we wasted. It's because we have received the grace of God in vain. The writer of Hebrews said pretty much the same thing. He said, he said that the gospel were preached unto us as well as unto them. But the gospel preached unto them did not profit them in them that heard it because it was not mixed with faith. It was not mixed in faith. I mean, uh, 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 mixed with faith. So they did not enter in. So the Holy Spirit said, I was grieved with that generation and said, They do always err in their heart, for they have not known my ways. You get, we, we, we get so, you know, so satisfied with our own ways. And then we build this, 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 this we, we, we build a statue or we build this image that we say, this is the God that bought me out of Egypt. And that God allows you to do whatever you want to do. That God allows you to go around uh, uh, all day talking about people. That God allows you to, 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 to talk uh, 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 angrily, to respond to people in a nasty way and still say that you say that God allows people, let's go further out. That God allows me to say I'm better than other people because of the color of my skin. That God allows me to say that. And then we try to justify it by going against scripture, perverting scripture. And we say that God is satisfied. Do you think he died for that? Do you think he died for us to be just nominal Christians? Do you think? That they, uh, 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 Peter said, by his stripe, not stripes, plural, by his stripe. That meant that you couldn't even tell where one began and where, and where the other end. His body was, and then he said you couldn't even recognize it. For his, for, for, uh, for his vintage was so marred, you couldn't even recognize him. And you think he planned? Do you think he's satisfied with us being satisfied with being nominal Christian? You think he's satisfied with us not striving for the mastery? Think about it. Sometimes it's just good to stop and think. How could God be satisfied? And then we have to ask ourselves, is God satisfied with the way I'm handling life? Is he satisfied with the way I'm responding to people? Is he satisfied with it? We have to answer. Nobody can answer that for you because you know what? They say that, that the life of a Christian is about like uh, uh, that of an iceberg. Only one-third of it is over the water and the rest of it is beneath the water. So that means we live out of a world that nobody sees. Well, what we see is, is only what you want us to see. But there's a lot of thoughts and situations that you're pondering on that we do not see. Oh, but God say, man, look at on the outward appearance. 
But I looked at the heart. Oh, God ain't concerned about what you come out your mouth with and it's not in your heart. There has to be a convergence of what you say out of your mouth and what you believe in your heart. If there is no convergence, oh my God, you got to destroy the picture. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. God has given us grace. But my God, we got to know who we are. We got to know what's been given to us. If we don't take the time... To, to, to pour in the word and find out what's been given to us, you know? Say your daddy was a multi-billionaire and left you money, but you never take the opportunity. You never take the time, not the opportunity. You never take the time to go and see what you have. And suppose your daddy left stipulations in there that say a certain amount of this money would not be released unless you do such and such, and you never take the time to go see what such and such is. Because you're satisfied with just, just, with just and y'all, I'm going to time stamp myself. You're satisfied with just buying a pinto. <laughs> when you can buy much better than that. But the thing is, is that we're satisfied because we got just a little bit. You know, you can tell people, oh, I'm saved. Some people come and tell you, oh, my God, because, uh, you know, I, 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 I've been there, you know, early, late, late, early. Uh, uh, you know, you're just satisfied being able to say, I went to church today. Because mama made that a necessity. She might not win, but you had to get up and go. <laughs> I love my mama, but that's where she was. You got to get up out of here and go to church today. <laughs> and we said our prayers at night. <laughs> she said a prayer, but she might not went to church with us. But the thing is, but the thing is just being able to tell somebody I went to church today. You know, somebody asks you, oh, do you go to church? Yeah, honey, we had a good time. All right, all that's fine and well. But did you get anything out of it? What did you get out of it? I mean, you know, come on, it's, it's more than God going to give me a new car. You know, it, it, it. I, 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 I've been seeing something on Facebook every time we come. I'm not Facebook, on uh one of the stations, the Christian station, every time I come on, I, 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 I got to, I can't find a remote fast enough. Click. And I, I, I hate saying it because it's a gimmick. I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to call anybody out, but yeah, it, <laughs> constantly, these little gimmicks, you know, and then the saints fall for it and they send us money in. You're not faithful to your own church. You, 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 you don't tithe. You barely come. And then they're going to tell you, send such and such, and the Lord going to open up and stop it. My God, stop it. Yeah. I mean, we need to stop this foolery. This is crazy. I mean, it's still I'm saying, first take care of home, and if you have anything left, send for this. But you just tell the people, you, you know, you, you send for these prayer blankets. And all of a sudden, your prayer is going to be heard. You're living a regular life now. But send for these blankets. Come on now, stop it. 
Stop it. Come on. I mean, I mean, when I see stuff like this, I'm saying, come on, we need to stop. We need to stop. This, this, this is just, this, this is what's weakening us, especially, can I be honest with you? Because this is my burden here, especially the black church. We allow too much foolery to get in. You know, and, and, and now we have to correct it because now it's, a, it, it, you know, um, it's comical for them to have us in a play and somebody dancing like, you know, knocking over chairs and whatnot. You know, that's who we are supposedly. I'm tired of it. Stop it. We are better than that. We are more than that. We are not just about shouting all over the church, knocking over chairs. And then somebody having to come and grab you because you're about to tear the church up. Stop. I mean, and then they made that the black church. Y'all realize that? They made it the black church, and then it's funny. And we're not the only one looking at this. Other people who are not, who don't come to our services, they see it, and they say, oh, that's the way they are. And then we have a preacher on TV who may get excited because we are black. We got rhythm. We get excited. But that don't mean we don't have good sense. That don't mean, you know, like Bishop Jackson, it don't mean that he didn't go to seminary because he hoop. I mean, he don't hoop all the time. Bishop teach. But I'm saying if somebody tuned in and saw him hooping and they said, oh, that got one of them preachers, don't realize the education this man has. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have to, you know, not just the world, world they're saying that, 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 you know, the world at large, you know, not world, but in the United States, we have to do better ourselves, and we're going to have to come together, and certain things we as a race, have, we have to do. Let me tell you something. In the black church, we got to do better. We've got to do better. Okay? And see, I usually didn't like that term, black church, but you can't get away from it. I realize that not everybody is from Africa. I like African-American. It sounds better than me. Matter of fact, I, um, one of my teachers, I, I, I got in trouble by... Uh, saying this, um, I put in my paper, I got tired of seeing black, 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 black. I, it, it, it was a history course. I got tired of seeing that, so, um, you know, I, I'm not doing that. So when I wrote my paper, I put, you know, Negro, Negro. That's what I did. I said the Negro. And he wrote me and said, don't ever use that in the form of the N-word in my class. <laughs> I wrote him back, because y'all know me. I wrote him back. I said, sir, without due respect, I just don't think black is a good term, you know, to identify our people. I just don't. And I still don't. But I do realize not everybody came from Africa. You know, we have people of our color who came from, you know, the Caribbeans and whatnot. So I understand now, but I still don't like it. <laughs> All right, so we can't receive the grace of God in vain. Say, behold, now is the time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. When, do, when, when can you make the change? Okay, if you've been, if you know, because we, we, we have to be honest with ourselves. If we know that we've been nominal Christians, uh, when do you make the change? In the future? Do you say, you know, when I get this right? Do you say, you know, I'm going to go back in the, you can't go back in the past. But a lot of times people put it off 
or sometime in the future. Not realize, well, they, we're not taking into consideration that tomorrow is not promised. So we need to take it now. The Lord said that, you know, in the time that you call, I heard you. And in the day that you, you call, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I delivered you. But now in the New Testament, in Christ Jesus, now is the time. Now the grace is available. The enablement of God is available for us to make a change. The enablement of God is, is available for us to change the way we think. Some people say, well, it's my subconscious. It was the way I was raised. You know, some people say, I was born this way. I like what Jesse Jackson's son said. That's why you got to be born again. Because there is no excuse for us receiving the grace of God in vain. No excuse. And then I'm wondering, I'm closing here. I'm wondering, what will we say to Jesus? I, that, you know, I believe I'm saved. I really do believe I'm saved. But, you know, I do think about standing before the Lord Jesus Christ. What will I say to him if he asked me, why didn't you do such and such when I knew that that's what I should have been doing? How can I say, Lord, I knew, but I was fearful, so I hid it. Because that's what a lot of people are doing. They're hiding it. They know that they're supposed to be doing more than what they're doing. They know that they can be more profitable in the kingdom, but they hide their giftings. Afraid to develop their giftings. Investing their gifting. When you invest it, it grows. When you invest it in the kingdom. But if you don't invest it, it won't grow. But what you going to tell Jesus? Think about it. I've stood before judges before. God knows I hated it. Knees shaking. And y'all know I, you know, I already started, so, you know, I, I, it used to be worse. And so standing before that judge and the knees shaking and judge talking to me and I'm barely able to get it out, I hated it. So <laughs> what in the world I'm going to say to Jesus when I know that I stayed in that nominal state and I knew that I was supposed to go further. What can I say? Can we say that, Lord, we didn't have all the, 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 you know, the good things in life? Can we say, well, you know, those of us who've been to Africa with Bishop, you know, that, that's not an argument. That's not an argument. You can't say, Lord, because, you know, I, I, I didn't have you. If you would have given me this house or if you would have gave me this wife or this husband or, if you know, six-pack out and None of that matters. <laughs> Muscles and all that don't matter. That's what I wanted, Jesus. If you just gave me that, I could have been faithful. Whatever. Whatever you. So, literally what we have to do is strip off everything and get bare before Jesus and say, Lord, it's nothing that I want greater than you. Nothing I want greater than than your will for my life. Nothing is worth me losing my soul over. Nothing is worth me, uh, 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 my, my, my work's being burnt. But I'm making it out by the skin of my teeth. It's, and nothing is worth that. 
when Jesus died a horrible death that you and I could thrive in life, not just be saved, but thrive in life. He gave us the grace to be able to thrive. He didn't give us the grace just to sit back and, 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 and just talk about whose anointing is greater than the other. He didn't do that. I just want to admonish you, I just want to admonish you to this. Let's not receive the grace of God in vain. Let's make sure we're not receiving the grace of God in vain. Let's remember that he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means when we stand before God, we don't have to go uh, trembling. We can come boldly unto the throne of grace. Anytime we want to, uh, 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 anytime we need to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Because if he's given us the grace, all we got to do is ask for it. We think it's supposed to just fall out of heaven like rain. It don't do like that. It can, but once you ask, let me say this right quick. What does asking do? It humbles you. It humbles you. We have to humble ourselves and come to God and say, Lord God, you know, and ask. So this is why the Lord tells us to ask. Ask, and it shall be given. Now, he, he didn't say it might be given. He said, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Shall find. Shall find. Look at Shall find. Not you might find. See, if it might find, then, you know, you're not as enthused, you know, to seek. <laughs> and I think some of us, we put that might in there when it shall be a shell. Ask, and it shall. Seek, and knock, and it shall be open. Ain't that something? Think about that. Just stop and muse on that for a minute. There is no excuse for us to settle for being number of Christians. There's no excuse for us uh, to, to receive the grace of God in vain. Let us pray. Father God, it's in Jesus' name we thank you for your loving kindness and for your tender mercies. Thank you for your word, Father. Holy Spirit, you, we, we just praise God for you. We thank you, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit, that you have kept us. And, Lord, you have used uh, the Holy Spirit is our uh, uh, keeper. He is our paraclete. He is our friend. He teaches us, oh, God, even when we are rebellious, he teaches us. Now, we just pray, Father, uh, anyone that has heard this message and have been convicted in their hearts, whether it's uh, here or um, over Facebook, we pray, Father God, that you would uh, deliver, bring back, uh, that they may be put in a place, Lord God, where they left. You told us to remember from whence thou hast fallen and repent. May every saint that has heard this and some that are not saints, Father, who have heard this, may they, uh, uh, Father, think back to where they, 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 they missed it. Think back, and, and those that are not saved, may they uh, 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 think back and, and, and think about what, what, what have they valued more than Christ? What have they put, uh, 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 they, they have uh, valued and said, 
I take this over the glory of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Satan has blinded their hearts. But we pray for them right now. Father, you said that when the heart turns to the Lord, that the veil is lifted. So we pray that the heart would turn to you and we pray that you would lift the veil. We ask, oh God, that you would uh, sanctify our hearts, our minds, our intellects, everything about us, Lord God. Bring us to the place where we ought to be that we may bring glory to your name and not to ourselves. We thank you for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We ask that you receive Bishop Jackson at this particular time. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Elder Hoskins. Yes, Thank you for that word this morning. Thank God for his Holy Spirit who leads and guides us and teaches us. Don't waste the moment. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're here, if you're watching on Facebook and you realize that you've been wasting moments in your life, but you're now ready to make a change, ready to make a difference, like to give your life to Jesus. That's the starting point. It's not the finishing point. It's just a starting point to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life to save you from your sin and to receive you as his child. It's not enough to just believe and not make a decision to follow Christ. The demons know that there is a God. They tremble. So you can know that there is a God. You can believe that there is a God. But it, you have to go to that point of making the decision to ask Christ to come into your life, to save you from your sin, to be your Lord, to be your Savior, and will to follow him. That's what you need to do in order to start this process of making the most of your moments. Now, now is the time, not tomorrow. If you wait till tomorrow, you've wasted some more moments. You, if you've heard the Lord speak to your heart today, speak to your mind, speak to your spirit today, don't waste the moment. This is a moment right now. This is a moment right now. What will you do with it? you want to receive Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. But Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and to save me and to reconcile me to God. Lord Jesus, come into my life be my Savior. Be my Lord. My will right now is to accept you and receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Lord Jesus, I yield my life to you. Save me right now. Lord, according to your word, as many as received you, you gave them the right to become your sons and your daughters. So right now, I've received you. Thank you 
that I am right now and forever your son, your daughter. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of the message for today. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.